Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? with D's episode number 78 I'm your host D's with me as always co-host Dylan after a little two-week hiatus because of uh one week hiatus well we haven't been here in two weeks so whatever (coughs) scheduling issues and you didn't uh, even reach out last week so well you didn't either so I just figured fuck it I'll play 2k right on but we're here now the NFL players can take a bye week so can we yeah, apparently so. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk, uh, what, fucking week eight? Is that where we're at here? Yeah. Going to uh, preview a little bit of week eight, talk some Steelers-Browns, and then I'm sure we'll probably come back uh, after the noon games and talk a little about what we saw, what happened, this, that, and the other. Right. Um, before we get into that, do have just one little snippet of audio I'd like to play for you. Fucking knew you were gonna do that. I'm in mourning, and this is how you fucking treat me, you son of a bitch. I should have done the caption so I could sing along with it. For those of you not aware, that is the Michigan State Spartans fight song. And Dylan is near suicide. Uh huh. As we speak. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for. Helping me out there. Well, you know, that's what family does. Is, you know. <laughs> Fucking put dirt and rub salt in the wound, kick bit, them all you know? down. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and open it up with a little college football action. I, I don't know if you heard me in the other room telling. I'm pretty sure the neighbors heard you. Yeah. yeah. They fucking had it. They goddamn had it. They're up 11. They had, like, all the momentum and just. Uh, no, they were up 16. Oh, you're right. They were up 30 16. to 14. And then all of a sudden, it was 30 to 30. And So, person who actually watched more than... I watched every down, of a course. second of the game, because I did not. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what happened? Um, Michigan State's running back. I was having PTSD flashbacks <coughs> of... Damn it, that's what I was going to do. What? I was going to talk about him and his five touchdown glory. What was his name again? Walker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, "Wow." Yeah. Would you uh, like? Do you want? Do you want his jersey it, for Christmas? Or? No. Okay. Go on. Anyway, I was having PTSD flashbacks from watching Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley run all over the Michigan defense. Like that's what it reminded me of because. Holy shit, 180 yards plus five touchdowns. Like, they had no goddamn answer for him. So that's that's the biggest thing. Um, 
other big thing was two turnovers. Well, I saw well, I, I read a couple things. One being um, with the lead and not a big lead, mm-hmm. they put in a backup quarterback. That's not. I had no issue with that whatsoever. But then he fumbled like four plays later or something like that. He he also threw a touchdown in the first oh, did half. He? Yeah, that's okay. JJ McCarthy. He's our five star freshman quarterback who. I will forgive him for that that very costly fumble because that dude is going to be a bad didn't, motherfucker. Didn't see the play. What was it like? Uh, it was uh, strip sack. Type? No, it was a like QB option as far as like RPO RPO type deal in miscommunication. Just fucking dropped the ball, <sighs> and yeah. But so yeah, that that was huge. Um, I said it on their second drive. They drove down. They had like a fourth and three, and I said, go for it. And I was watching it with my girl, and she goes, no, 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 it's too early for that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And on three different occasions, they had. Wait, 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 wait. You, you have a girl. Uh-huh. Who at least understands enough about football uh-huh. to get the concept of whether or not it's too early. And Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Not not That's bad. Awesome. Anyway, not bad. she's All a right. Bears fan, so she doesn't watch well, a lot of football. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah. So she's not familiar with winning football. Right. <laughs> anyway, um. So, but I just right the first time they did that, I'm like, go for it. Take don't no fuck that. You have all the momentum right now. You got a pick. You scored a touchdown. You got the ball back. Just fourth fourth and goal or no no, no. fourth and like three at the twenty. Okay. The, their 20. Okay. Yeah, not their own 20. Uh, what was the score? I think at that point it was 7 nothing. Here's my point, though. Bigger point, they had three scenarios just like that, and they didn't go for it, and they lost by four. Okay. I, I'm, I think they should have, especially early on in that game, Michigan State's offense was, it took them a little while to get warmed up. Did, but did they miss the field goal? Or? No, they made they made all three field goals, but... Well, I mean... Because they have a really good kicker. Look, but. that early in the game, I, I get as a fan where you're coming from, but that early in the game, a 10-point lead... Okay, but again, pretty good. the other two opportunities, though, they could have went for it, and they should have, in my opinion. It, during the same, that game? Yeah, like, I'm talking like the exact same scenario, like fourth and five or less. I, I would have liked to have seen one of those been either a fake... Or just straight up go for it. That would have okay. been nice. I, I got you. Um, oh, so you're saying they did it three times, all three times kick a field goal. If one of those they turn into a touchdown, it's different okay. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, well, you know what else? Uh huh. If you don't, you know, blow a thirty to fourteen lead, you win the game too. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, Blake Corum again, another stud that I love early on in the game had a swing pass where he was wide the fuck open and just he knew it so he was looking downfield and dropped the fucking ball that's another huge moment um very very pleasantly surprised by Cade McNamara's performance because everyone was saying oh he's the weak link of the team yeah but on the stat sheet no I mean that one pick was kind of a that that was the, the one that sealed the, the sealer, yeah, the nail, and, yeah, and that was a great defensive play, honestly. So uh, he played awesome. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, obviously defense was the biggest thing, just letting 
Kenneth Walker. I was, I was for whatever reason all day I was thinking of Johnny Walker. I'm like that's not right. <laughs> no, Kenneth Walker made you want to drink Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker. Yeah. Yeah, Kenneth Walker, 23 carries, 197 yards and five count them five touchdowns. Uh, and it's a good thing cuz I mean he literally was the Yeah, they couldn't the throw the only ball thing on us. good going for Michigan State because their quarterback had two picks under 200 yards, zero touchdowns. Uh, yeah, Ken, Kenneth Walker, the third, uh, basically just ran all over Michigan. Yeah, so. he certainly did. Um, yeah, I wasn't watching the game, uh, and f- I, I'm trying to think. Oh, it was your text. I knew the game was being played that day. I just kind of forgot what time or whatever. And I was playing 2K, and I got your text when they were up 16. I want Bama. Well, <laughs> it was. I was in the middle of a game. And so I didn't get the text when you sent it. Mm-hmm. It was in between games that I checked it, and it said, I want Bama. And then I was like, oh, shit, then they must be kicking ass. So I clicked on ESPN, and at that point, it was 30 to 22. Yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of ballsy to yeah, be for yeah, Bama with only yeah. an eight-point lead. And literally, I, I don't know, it felt to me like it was like five minutes. And yeah. then I looked back, and it was – 33 to 30. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're in trouble. Yeah. They're in big trouble. Yeah. And then I, again, felt like just a couple of minutes, and I looked back, and it was 37-33. Yeah. And Michigan State had the ball. I'm like, yeah, they're fucked. Yeah. Well, then Michigan got it. I'm like, okay. You know, like we got a shot. Yeah. First play. Intercepted. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I text you, that hurt. Yeah. Um. I noticed I didn't get a reply. Yeah. Yeah, because it did hurt. It hurt my fucking soul. That's why. Yeah. Uh, so much so. That was one of the games where I literally turned the game off and just sat there in silence for like a half hour. In, in the preseason, we talked about this. Uh-huh. And I had you on record uh-huh. as saying, no matter what happens during the season, if as long as they beat Ohio State, you, you wanted to give Harbaugh another shot. Mm-hmm. And you've kind of went a little back and forth. I keep waffling on that, to be honest. Even the post. But you made a, a an actual written, recorded in the interwebs statement yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Now saying that if they lose to Ohio State, regardless of what happens the rest of the year, you want Harbaugh gone. I'm going to add an asterisk to that. <laughs> if they win the bowl game, give them, keep them. If they lose the bowl game, because those are the three biggest issues with Harbaugh. He can't beat Ohio State. He has a losing record against the little brother, Michigan State. I don't give a fuck. They will always be the little brother. And they can't win bowl games. So you got to do one of those three. If you go 0 for 3 on those, I don't 10 and 10 and 3, I don't give a fuck. It's over. I'm tired of this shit. I'm just curious, but like today, right now, you're building your team. Mm-hmm. Your defensive star, which one do you want? J.J. Watt or T.J. Watt? What are you talking about? Do you want little brother or do you want big brother? Oh, I want little brother. Little brother's younger or and, not. And probably... Apples and oranges comparison. No, Michigan State's little brother. Little brother's better right now. Oh, right now. Yeah. Sure. I don't give a fuck. I'm it's, just twisted the still knife. Relax. Michigan... I mean, it's still the big house. I know. It's still Hail the Victors. Look, it's if still... I'm gonna like, I I'm going to literally 
unturn every stone in order to fuck with you. Yeah. I don't have any room to talk because Florida got fucking spanked and they've lost like four out of their last five. Yeah. How'd your Cubs do this year? You can't talk to me about baseball because you don't give a flying fuck. You don't give a shit about college football. I mean, I do to a certain degree. Not, Just when you not, bust my balls about yeah, it, basically. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm. Hey, I'm a bandwagon college football fan. When Florida's good, I'm in. Mm. This year they started out really good, and now they're really bad. Yeah. Um. The team as a whole, like I said, JJ McCarthy, like he is a stud. Uh, that that fumble, he will redeem himself on that because he looks like a. Have Have you seen enough of him? That yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's played a lot this year. Okay. And I mean, it, enough that a lot of people were saying that JJ should start over McNamara, even though McNamara hasn't played bad, but a lot of times he hasn't thrown the ball very much. Right. Um, again, he was a very pleasant surprise in that game. He played great, so I, I have no complaints there. But very happy for the future and Corum, that running back. He's only a sophomore, so hopefully we get him for another year at least. So. <sighs> But yeah, I it's I know they won't fire Harbaugh if my ten and three scenario works out because it is still ten and three. Um but especially because he took a big pay cut. But yeah, I uh, I mean you still got to get past Penn State as well here in two weeks. Oh, if they lose that game, fuck him. He's at, gone at Penn State. I they don't scare me to be honest with you. Yeah. They really don't. I mean, did you see them last week? They struggled with Illinois. Which, yeah, I was kind of bummed we weren't here to talk about that. Nine overtimes. And I didn't know. I knew the college overtime rule was different. I thought it was after the second overtime when you scored a touchdown, you had to go for two. I didn't realize it was. It was. This is the first year with the new rule where it becomes soccer, where it's just trading two-point conversion. Okay. Yeah, because I was trying to explain that to somebody. I'm like, well, some somebody must have scored once and got a two, and the other team didn't. And then I went and I was looking through the box score. I'm like, wait a minute. The math doesn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, yeah, it was a series of two-point conversions. That's fucking – that was crazy. Yeah, that's a dumb rule. They need to just – I don't know. I kind of like that. It's not – I don't hate it. I mean – I don't know. It's not the worst thing they could do. I, I would rather have something like that in the NFL than to let it end on a tie. They have got to get rid of the fucking tie in the NFL. Yeah. I don't care how they do it. I don't say put it on the two. These are professionals. Right. But let's say you know you can do your normal overtime rules the way they are. But then you put it on the 10, and you get four downs to score a touchdown. And if you get a touchdown, you have to go for two. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. I always thought the co- the old college, well, I say the old college rule, but it's kind of similar. Instead of starting out at the 25, start at the 40. That way you have to at least gain yardage to get in a field goal range. I, I could, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, I would even, like I said, I would take the field goal out of play. You get the ball at the 10. You get four plays to score a touchdown, and if you score a touchdown, you have to get a two-point conversion. If you don't score, the other team has four plays to score a touchdown. Yeah. Until there's a winner, and I think that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I don't think we would see super long extended games. It might go one or two overtimes or whatever, but I I like that better than putting it on the two and just yeah going, going back and forth that way. But right. anything to get rid of the tie, I think that is just 
absolutely stupid thing to have in professional football. So, uh, yeah, speaking of Penn State, they fought hard for a little bit, but ended up dropping to Ohio State 33-24. Um, the aforementioned Florida Gators got smoked by number one Georgia 34-7. Um, Oklahoma continues their role 52-21, to and it looks like uh, Caleb Williams is, in fact, the real deal. Six touchdowns over 400 yards. I have no sympathy for Spencer Rattler whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. By all accounts, he's we, a fucking massive We did talk bag. about that. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati keeps their role going 31-12 over Tulane. And just thumbing through. Iowa got upset by Wisconsin 27-20. Uh, number 18, Auburn in a slight upset against Ole Miss 31-20. Notre Dame 44-34 over North Carolina. Kentucky... Drops to Mississippi State. And as far as the... Baylor beat Texas. Houston. Did you see the ending of the Houston SMU game? No. Walk-off kick return for a touchdown. What? Yeah. Wow. That's why you squib kick it, folks. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. That's yeah. crazy. And I watched the highlight, and they said that the kick returner had a, a, few, diff, a few kick returns for touchdowns that year. You squib the fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. If, or, he, if he's a known threat, there's no way you let him kick that ball. Or just kick it out of bounds. Take you go. Penalty. You got the ball at the how much, 40. Wait, how much time was left? Like when 10 the, seconds. Yeah, you don't. You can't even put the ball in anybody's hands at that point. Yeah. You're almost, yeah, you kick it on the ground, almost onside kick style, but a little deeper, obviously, just to, you know, so you don't get field goal range, yeah. but. Kick it out of bounds. You get the ball at the 40, you get 10 seconds. Good luck. Yeah. 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 Whatever it takes to, to, to not kick it to anybody, let alone a guy that has shown that he could be a threat. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to next week. We got Georgia, Missouri, LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Nebraska. So far, just seeing a bunch of snoozers. That's a Liberty Ole Miss. That's a revenge game because their old head coach is now the head coach at Liberty. Yeah. Can't remember his fucking name, though. Uh, Navy, Notre Dame, Auburn, Texas A&M might be a good game. Penn State, Maryland, Iowa Northwestern. Nothing on the schedule really. No, not really. Blockbuster-ish. I will say this, too. I didn't realize until this week. Scroll all the way down. Uh, San Diego State's kicking ass this year. I didn't realize their head coach is Brady Hoke. Michigan's last head coach. Oh, so I, yeah, I didn't know that either. I'm, I'm happy to see he's doing well because, uh, you know, he obviously wasn't good at Michigan. That's why he got fired. But he loved the school and, by all accounts, was a, a very nice guy. So I'm glad yeah. he's having success. And rankings have not come out yet. Uh, I don't anticipate anything changing in the top four. With the Maybe Oklahoma jumps up, but I doubt it. Alabama didn't play, right? so I don't think they'll lose a spot. Obviously, Michigan is going to sink. Yeah. Probably. I don't think they're going to fall far because they lost to a team that literally is ranked right next to them. Yeah. So uh, they might land in the 10 to 12 range, I think, if, if even that far because you had Ohio or Iowa losing, Ole, Ole Miss, Miss losing, Law. Kentucky losing. So, yeah, I mean, Michigan's not going to fall far. Oh, yeah. I, I'll be shocked if they drop past 10, to be honest with you. Yeah. With with the other losses that came 
They yeah. went out. They might still go to the playoff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, maybe. Maybe, it, it's, I guess. It, I mean, it's a long, long shot. But, yeah, it's, it, they're, yeah they're, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're completely out of it yet. Um, well, I guess. I mean, if they went out, I think you almost have to. Yeah. Because that's going to include knocking off Penn State, beating Ohio State, and then beating whoever. Probably Iowa in the Big Ten yeah, title game. Yeah, probably Iowa in the Big Ten title game. At that point it's going to be really hard to to take them out. Yeah. Um, although, well, wait a minute. They need Michigan State to lose to yeah. even get to the title, yeah. Big Ten title game. Yeah, and I believe they – I think they play Ohio State at some point this year. Michigan State remaining schedule. Purdue, Maryland, Ohio State, and Penn State. So those are both losable games. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, Penn State has dropped two in a row now, including one to Illinois, but it's still Big Ten, and, you know, anything can happen. So Michigan's not out of it, but they need some help. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on, NFL time. Uh, Just no real reason to rehash last week. No. I was happy to see Pittsburgh get a win there. Uh, We'll talk a little more in-depth about that. But Thursday, the last of the – They're on a bye week. Well, not. two weeks ago, I guess, was the last one, oh, which yeah. we didn't talk about because it was, it was a, a Sunday mo- night yeah, game. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Thursday night, the last of the unbeatens falls with Arizona dropping a heartbreaker 24-21, to and that game has uh, been just absolutely great, if for no other reason than the memes that have yeah. come from it, whether it's the Aaron Rodgers on the ground with his – Helmet half off, chin strap covering his face. I see, I seen one today that said, "When your girl throws your unlocked phone at you at 4 a.m." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other memes have come from poor AJ Green. Yeah, my favorite of which being Madden. Your opponent has left the game. Yeah, dis dis controller disconnect. Uh, I don't know what the hell he was thinking there. I. He clearly was looking up the screen as he's running into the end zone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the play calls for him to be like option five in that route tree or whatever. Uh, but he had absolutely no intent or inclination that the ball would ever possibly be coming his way because mm-hmm. he ran in and looked up the scoreboard and he literally watched the guy intercept the pass behind his head. Right. Um, but yeah, they they had that game locked up, and hats off to Aaron Rodgers for uh, getting it done without his basically his top three receivers, right? Top two without a doubt. But mm-hmm. um, and hats off to me for being smart enough to start Randall Cobb in one of my fantasy yeah. leagues. Um. So yeah, no more unbeaten's, and right now, the hottest team in the NFL looks to be the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And that could very well be the NFC title game this year, though, for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not counting the Rams out yet. No, no. As long as, you know, I just, more important than anything to me is for Aaron Rodgers to stay healthy, you know, get through the season completely unscathed. So when he signs that contract with Pittsburgh next year, <laughs> he's, you know, not rehabbing a, an injury or anything. All right. Anyway, all right. We're going to go through uh, our picks for today, and then we'll talk a little more in depth. Steelers Browns. So kicking it off at noon, we have the Panthers Falcons. A little bit of Panthers news. They have said that they are not out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, 
and that they are even considering trading away Christian McCaffrey in the deal hmm. to get Deshaun Watson. If I'm Houston, I don't want him. I don't think I do either. No. It's as somebody who owned him the last few years in fantasy football, I'm glad that we didn't do a keeper league this year because mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he's done, but man. I will. You think he's done, done? Yeah, he's he's in the Todd Gurley. Well, I'm sure you've seen that meme, Pam from The Office, him and Todd Gurley. It's the same picture. Yeah, yeah. it's the same picture. Yeah. Yeah, and I've said this. I mean, from the get-go, even though I enjoyed the fruits of his labor, uh, a running back that small mm-hmm. that touches the ball that often mm-hmm. is not going to make it in today's NFL. Right. It's just not that these guys are too big and too strong. And when this, you know, you got a guy that's 210, mm-hmm. maybe 220 at, at best, touching the ball anywhere from – 25 to 35 times a game, which means if he's getting hit on most of those plays, not to mention all the blitz pickups and things of that nature, he's just taking a pounding Mm -hmm. and his body is already breaking down. That's why you don't pay running backs big money. Been saying it for years. Said it before Todd Gurley got his big contract. I remember getting in an argument with your brother brother about that. Holy shit. That I remember when the news broke, he sent me a message because I was arguing that Pittsburgh shouldn't resign Le'Veon Bell. And when the news broke, he sent me a text saying, "Well, the Rams think see value in a running back." I'm like, "Okay, that's a mistake on their part that they will regret." And I was right. Yeah. Now, I still, I, I for the most part, buy into that, mm. but I also think that. Had Le'Veon Bell re-signed with Pittsburgh, I think he'd still be... For about two years, yeah. Two or three. I think he would have made it to contract as a very strong, viable running back because he he wasn't necessarily injury-prone. He was much bigger, much stronger, and just the way he ran the ball. And, you know, he, I think he would have lasted longer than, than Christian McCaffrey. He wasn't a pound it style the way Gurley is. Are you saying Chris McCaffrey is? He runs a lot between the tackles for a uh, little guy. He really uh, does. Okay. You know, a guy like McCaffrey who's small definitely isn't going to make it. Right. I, I think Le'Veon Bell with that offensive line um, would have done enough in that contract, which, I mean, at this point, that contract would probably be about up or at least for like you said two or three years mm. then you can get him out of there and move some money around mm. um, but for the most part yeah i agree with you um but anyway back to our original point um who's starting for carolina is it darnold because he got benched last week yeah no he's still the starter okay um but i don't understand why you would mortgage your future right now for deshaun watson I don't either. When uh, there's no way in hell, uh, let's say they pull this trade off or anybody pulls this trade off for that matter, he's not playing this year. Yeah, he is. That's already been reported that he's not on the exempt list. He would yet, but that's because Houston has kind of taken taken the ball away from the NFL. I thought that that had been confirmed. No, no, it it hasn't. 
Okay. I'm telling you right now that if a team trades for him and shows intent to play him, the NFL will step in and say, no, he's on the exempt list. While they won't announce it, there is a fucking backroom deal right now between the Texans and the NFL that if you decide you're going to activate him and play him, he's going to be suspended or exempt list, whatever. I don't agree with that at all. I, I don't. Okay. I, well, we're probably going to find out because right. I think somebody's going to pull the trigger. Oh, yeah. On a trade, whether it's the Panthers or the Dolphins or and I don't know if the Eagles are still in, but they might be. Um, but the Panthers offering big draft picks and Christian McCaffrey, if that turns out to be true, might be enough to to sway it. So no. anyway, Panthers, Falcons, we got to get through this. Talk about Steelers, Browns, Panthers, Falcons. Who do you got? I got the Falcons because the Panthers have not won a game without Christian McCaffrey. I agree with that. Dolphins, Bills. Bills by 30. Pick, pick, yeah, pick yeah. your score. 49ers, Bears. Um, Garoppolo sucks. So does Justin Fields. Justin Fields hasn't shown much better in Chicago. I got to go with the Niners just because they have a better head coach. Yeah. I think I, their roster overall is better. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll ride with that one as two. Uh, West Coast team, though, coming to a chilly. It's the Bears. <laughs> I'm going the Bears. All right. Fuck it. Eagles-Lions. Eagles. Wait. No, Campbell. I'll say Campbell gets his first one. You think? See, you just took my – because I already made people millionaires when I predicted Jacksonville a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I'm not going to lock this one in. Eagles. I'll take the Lions. They got to win at some point, and I think the Eagles could be had. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Titans-Colts. Titans coming off two – Big wins in a row against the Bills and the Chiefs. Letdown game. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to go Tennessee. Bengals, Jets. Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. Uh, Rams, Texans. Rams. Flacco starting that game? Uh, No. No, they've got the same guy starting, but Flacco is the the backup for this week. Right. Okay. Basically, they just brought him in because he's got some familiarity with the personnel and Right. Uh, Rams, Texans, no question. Rams, yep. Patriots, Chargers. Patriots coming off a d- demolition of the Jets, but of course, we know what happened in that game. I think Chargers are going to bounce back. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, then we got the Jaguars taking on the Seahawks. Ooh. Um, Seahawks have not looked. I'm going Jags. Uh, no, no, I'm not. Not going to Seattle. Going to Seahawks. I'm going to go Jags. Really? Jacksonville nope. going all the way to the West Coast. Why not? All right. Yeah, Seahawks haven't looked good. They look like dogs. I'm going shit. with them anyway. Washington Broncos. It's a game I want to watch twice. Um, I'm going to go with the football team. I'm going to take Denver. Mm. Buccaneers Saints in Saintsville. <laughs> I believe the word you're looking for is New Orleans. New Orleans. Um. Yeah, I got to go Tampa. I just, yeah. Uh, the Saints, I mean, they're 4-2, and two, but they're not a very good 4-2. and two No, they, I mean, they honestly shouldn't have won that game against Seahawks. But, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Tampa there as well. Uh, Cowboys, Vikings. 
Vikings are like deceptively good. Yeah. Sitting at that three and three record. Dak is kind of a question mark at this point. I'm going to go Vikings. It's in prime time, and that means Kirk Cousins is going to suck. So I'm going to oh, go is Dallas. That, is that a thing? You didn't know that? Uh, yeah, his record in prime time is horrific. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Not tonight, because right. that's my fucking rock-solid lock. All right. Minnesota's going to upset them at home, bet the house, take all the winnings that you had in the Jacksonville thing, put it on Minnesota tonight. They're they're 2.5 favorites? They must know Dak's not playing. Mm. Have to. Why in the hell would Vegas list them as a favorite? That's a very good point. Yeah. Well, they're going to cover. They're going to win. All right. Bet every fucking dollar you have. Yeah. Although you can't because by the time you hear this, the game will be over. Yeah. Find some Middle Eastern sex trafficker. <laughs> Use your da- daughter as collateral. You're good. Yep. There you go. All right. Now we got Steelers Browns coming up in 18 minutes. <clears throat> uh, real quick before we get into that, what do you think of the whole Mike Evans giving away my? Brady 600 touchdown ball. That was hilarious. Yes. They show him on the sidelines. He's like, I didn't know. <laughs> and then Brady even made a comment about that's okay. I'll just won't throw you anymore or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the little package that they gave that guy? It was pretty nice. It is. But okay. If you're that, you're that guy. Uh huh. Are you giving that ball back? You have to realize something. He's also a Buccaneers fan. I don't care. Okay. So if, if this were Ben Roethlisberger, and you're a Steeler fan, you, you would you not give up the ball or hold it hostage knowing that Ben Roethlisberger will hate you, your guts for the rest of his life? Could you live with that? I think I could. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But that's Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Okay. I'm a Steelers fan. Yeah. This jerk-off is a Bucks fan. Brady's only been there two years. That is a very good point. If he's like, oh, I don't know, any other football fan in the world that doesn't live in Boston, he has spent most of his adult life hating Tom Brady. And he's only been there for one year, now two. Sure, he got us the Super Bowl. But at that point, I don't have that kind of connection with old Tampa. So, no, fuck you. I'm keeping the ball. Pay me. Yeah. Show me the money. It's very hard to argue. Yeah. Hey, at least they gave him a nice package. It wasn't bad. After giving up the ball. They didn't have to do that. I would like to think that behind closed doors, under the table, Tom gets a hold of this guy and is like, look, you gave away a lot of fucking money. Here's $50,000. Well, he gave him a Bitcoin worth sixty. Tom did? You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Okay, then... Yeah, season tickets for the rest well, of this see, year. See, why did you tell me that? I hate that you told me that. Because, again, this goes into the file of things that make it hard to hate Tom Brady. I know, it sucks, right? Did <sighs> you see that gif that was going around, uh, NFL memes? Something about... Hannibal Burris just staring at his hands when you actually start to like Tom yes, Brady. Yes, yes, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's true. I, I, I hate it. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, Browns, Steelers, here we go. Um, Steelers. Hold on. Are we not going to talk about the greatest press conference of all time or one of the greatest press conferences of all time? Are you shitting me, Tomlin? Oh, we're getting into the Steelers part, which means that 
this we're is a good talk. appetizer before we get into the game, yeah. Uh, okay, then talk about it. Ruin my whole fucking spiel. Go. Go. Please, go. Okay. So I guess Carson Palmer, if you haven't heard, um, he was on Dan Patrick's show, big USC alumnus, Heisman Trophy winner. There's no T in that, by the way. What'd I say? Alumnist. Alumni. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, they were talking about, you know, the search for the new USC coach, and Carson Palmer dropped Mike Tomlin's name. And Mike Tomlin at his Tuesday press conference was asked about it, and he gave a great soundbite. Yeah, he was not happy about it. Yeah. But basically, if you didn't see it, and I don't know if you're a football fan how you wouldn't have, because everybody pretty much talked about it is that there's not a big enough blank check in the world, and why aren't people asking um, Andy Andy Reid, Sean Payton? Because they're white. What? No, because they weren't connected to the job, obviously. Because those names weren't mentioned. Mike Tomlin's name was mentioned. That's why he was. those guys weren't brought up. No, but Tomlin was making a point that in the last couple of years, his name has come up a couple times in college jobs, okay. and they have. It just didn't get made into the big story that Carson Palmer made it. Okay, I'm not saying that that's rock solid the reason, but the speculation from the black analyst community is because he's black and there's he's not having a good year, so that's why they don't bother the white guys, white coaches with this. I mean, I could... All right. I mean, that's that's what he's upset about, Tomlin, is that you're not bothering these guys about coaching vacancies. I didn't even think of that. I thought it was just because – and the, the other seasons of him being rumored for jobs, I've never heard that until you just mentioned it. So. Yeah. All right. That's what I saw all day that day. Oh. Um, so. Okay. And I'm I'm hard on him. But again, it's really hard to look at his record and, you know, yeah, try and think that he's not a great coach. He he is he's not as great as I think he should be and could be. But bottom line is, the man hasn't had a losing season. Sounds very since familiar ever to the way we open the show, doesn't it? What me talking about Harbaugh? Yeah, I mean he's he's basically our version of John Cooper who John Cooper was a great coach at Ohio State, but he wasn't top level. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame, but people don't really – Ohio State fans don't really talk about him very much because he didn't beat Michigan on a consistent basis and they weren't, you know, winning national titles with him. So. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was a, a pretty pretty rock-solid answer by Coach T and uh, made it ev- or abundantly clear that he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. That's – I'm shocked that hasn't became a meme yet. It's like whenever I go to Thanksgiving, people ask me when I'm going to have kids. Never say never, but, but never. never. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was the soundbite you were talking about. Yeah. That was good too. But yeah. I mean, he had a couple of them. The one was there's not a blank check big enough. Yeah, Mike, a blank check is not anything. It's just a piece of paper. But yeah. anyway, so more drama. Uh, it was has been reported now this week that Melvin Ingram wants out. Uh And apparently Pittsburgh is not against it. My thing is, you knew coming into this team what you were signing for Mm -hmm. as a backup rotational guy. 
Granted, he hasn't had a lot of playing time the last couple of weeks, but T.J. Watt has been balling. Highsmith has been balling. You know, when they're playing well, you it's like any other thing. You ride the hot hand. Right. That's not to say that he won't contribute throughout the year, but... He has already. Yeah, but for him to create now fucking drama coming into, let's face it, the biggest game of the season thus far, it, it just, I don't know, it, it's kind of selfish. Yeah. At this point, I hope they get something, you know, worthy for him. I know they already turned down KC, but we've got until, I believe, Tuesday is the trade deadline, so we'll see what happens. Also hearing Eric Ebron has expressed his desire to leave, which, see a bitch. Yeah. Um, when he's when he's good, he's good, but when he's bad, he's fucking horrible, and I will not miss him. At this mm-hmm. point, he's just depth. Uh, I think Fryermuth has, you know, started to establish himself as the man mm-hmm. in the tight end position. So won't be shocked at all to see either one of those guys go. Yeah. Um I was a little surprised to read just a little bit ago Zach Banner is not active today. Mm-hmm. Uh I thought with the bye week that they would get him ready. Didn't necessarily think maybe that he would start, but I thought they'd get him in and and work him out a little and see how it goes, but it's not going to happen. Uh, Baker Mayfield is going to start. He's got a special harness for his uh, broken ball set. I mean, shoulder. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that it's going to be Mayfield instead of Keenum. Because yeah. I think Mayfield is can be had. He has not shown me anything this year that says he's a top tier elite level quarterback. I agree. Uh, their running game, without a doubt, is top tier elite, and that's where it all starts and ends. Is we got to stop them, and we got to force Baker into making some mistakes. So we stop Chubb and this new guy, Dearness, Dearness, whatever the fuck his name is, Johnson, because I believe uh, Kareem Hunt's still out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we stop the run. We have a shot. We don't. We don't. Right. You know, that's just that's the simplest breakdown I can make. We get to bake, stop the run and get pressure on Baker Mayfield, make him make mistakes and we can be in the game, protect Ben, try and open some lanes for Najee. It's going to be tough because Cleveland uh, doesn't bring eight in the box very often. And even when they don't, they are still very good. One of the best in the league at stopping the run. Yeah. They've got miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. yeah. Um, little bit of Bolton board board material with, uh, although, I mean, take it for what it is. I don't think it's really bulletin board material, but it's something that they've been talking about. Uh, Ben made the comments about it's nice that he's finally not the winningest quarterback in Cleveland (laughs) because Baker Mayfield did eclipse that mark uh, late last year. And then uh, I believe Miles Garrett said something along the lines of, well, this is Ben's last time in this stadium. Let's send him out the right way or whatever. What's that supposed to mean? You're going to hit him in the fucking head with a helmet or (laughs) cheap fuck? But anyway. Uh, it, it, I mean, this is huge for both teams, without a doubt. The loser of this game is is not in very good position. No. And the winner of this game is only one game behind Cincinnati. Yeah. Isn't that weird And to real say? quick, real quick, before we take our break and go watch the game, what the fuck is going on this year I don't in know. the NFL? We are literally living in bizarro land. When you look at the standings and you're you from today or me today, I go back in time and I run into 2017 Dylan. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Dylan, 
It's 2021. The Bills, the Bengals, the Titans, the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Bucks, and the Arizona Cardinals are all leading their division. What do you say to me? The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What <laughs> did the other teams fucking die in a plane crash? Yeah. Is what you're going to ask me because this is fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, just the Bengals, Cardinals, and Raiders. Well, at least Tom Brady's retired now, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. No, he's now got seven Super Bowls well on his way to number eight. Yeah. And he plays for Tampa now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it's just the more I look at these standings and I think about that exact scenario, like we, because I even, I went back and looked at like the 2016, 2017 standings. And honestly, the Bengals were not as bad as I thought. That was mm-hmm. the years that Cleveland was one and fifteen, zero and sixteen. So it's not. And Cleveland, I think, was seven and nine, or Cincy. I mean, was like seven and nine. But just historically, Cincinnati is the doormat. And the Bungles, yeah, yeah. It's just weird seeing that. Uh, so back to my original point: the winner of this game isn't out of things. And while I like the way Pittsburgh has kind of bounced back after dropping a couple. Um, we did have a bye week. I could see it going either way. I really could. Ben's gonna Ben's gonna win. He's gonna win one last time in Cleveland. Send those fuckers home unhappy. Plus, I'm not picking against him. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Um, no. Ooh. You have to. We have no answer for Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett. It's still the same old line. So you're picking Cleveland? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Okay. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But last time, hey, I picked. That's my point. I picked. Don't. Yeah. Don't okay. open the curtain. Yeah. They don't need to see what's behind the curtain. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got Cleveland. I got Pittsburgh. And we're going to take a break, go watch the game, and a lot of other stuff outside of the world of sports. Some's in the world of sports, but a lot of other stuff we're going to cover as well. And, um, yeah, so for you, we'll be back in three seconds. For us, we'll see you in about three hours. Stick around. Hanging with Dees will be right back after they drain the main vein. Now might be a good time to do that thing you've been putting off while listening to this godforsaken show. And we're back, and fuck Baker Mayfield, fuck Miles Garrett, fuck Nick Chubb, fuck Odell Beckham, fuck Kevin Stefanski, and fuck the Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh victory, baby. Yeah. Give me some. Yeah. Thank you. I'd still trade it for a Michigan win yesterday. Get out. <laughs> that's just, that's heresy. What the fuck did I just do? Okay. Anyway, yes, we are back. The game is over. Final score, Pittsburgh Steelers 15 and the Cleveland Browns 10. Not really what I expected. No, definitely not. Um, But I'll take it. Uh, Got a few things to talk about during or what happened during the game. But, uh, yeah, Not not a score fest, but still exciting. A little sloppy at times. Doesn't matter. Got the dub. Uh, love it. Love every second of it. A couple questionable decisions, questionable calls. Um, yeah, I'm not one to usually bitch about calls, but oh my God, there were some horrendous calls in this game. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and start with the the main one that kind of altered the course of this game. 
And if you want to really think about it, almost saved the game for us too at the same time, although I'm not giving him a free pass on this. So Pittsburgh gets the ball. If you didn't see him, you've probably seen the replays. They get down fourth down at the, what, 10-ish? Yeah, there, roughly. Around the 10 and run a fake field goal. It's a rollout pass. There's only two guys in in receiving routes. And Boswell rolls out. There's nothing there, nothing there. Still nothing there, and he goes ahead and throws it up. Not really a catchable ball, but just gets absolutely decimated, knocked off the fucking out of camera, lands on his head, gets a concussion. He's out for the game, so we don't have a kicker. First off, it's a dumb decision to call that right there. Mm-hmm. It was a 10-10, or no, 3-3 ball game at that point mm-hmm. um, because both teams were very stout defensively in the first half. Um, but yeah, it's three to three there. Let me play devil's advocate for a second because it was three, three. Maybe the thought is, wow, we might not get down here a lot. So let's make the most of our opportunity train catching with their pants down. I, I, I get what you're saying. And I've in my head, I've kind of gone back and forth mm-hmm. with that very point. Like our offense has struggled. So maybe we need to sneak one in here. Uh, so I guess I'm not as mad at the play call as some people are. I still don't 100% agree with it, but the execution was horrendous, downright horrendous. Boswell um, needs to understand that if it's not there, you either tuck it and run it or you just absolutely chuck it out of the end zone. But the the most egregious thing about the whole play was the hit on Boswell was – Almost a full second late, and it was leading. It was a launching hit with helmet to helmet contact or helmet to face mask, whatever. And it, and it legitimately knocked Boswell out of the game because it hit, you hit him so hard that he went and landed on the back of his head, got a concussion. So Pittsburgh doesn't have a kicker the rest of the game. That was like the worst call. And then, uh, Deontay Johnson was getting just mauled almost every time he caught the ball, except for the one where he went for 53 that basically stuck it right in Cleveland's ass and clinched the victory for us. But anyway, um, we had a very questionable holding call on the the two-point attempt by Ben. Um, But anyway, losing Boswell basically made it a four-down game for the rest of the the entire second half because that play occurred right before halftime. Yeah with about 30, 45 seconds left, something like that. So we didn't have a kicker, and it showed. But, again, we got down to uh, the two- or three-yard line, couldn't punch it in, fourth down in a tie game. No, it wasn't a tie game. Or was it? it was, no, we had taken the lead, 9-2-3, and then Cleveland came down and made it 10-9. to nine. We mm-hmm. took the lead on the Najee Harris, like, Superman dive into the end zone. But then when we take the lead 15 to 10, uh, because it was fourth down, we didn't have a kicker, so we had to go for it. And Pat Fryermuth made an unbelievable catch that you you just don't see that kind of catch from tight ends usually. Right. Uh, at least not tight ends, you know, not named Travis Kelsey or, you know. Gronk or Kettle. Kittle, yeah. Even, I mean, Gronk makes tough catches, but tipped balls like that just the concentration i mean Kronk, don't get me wrong acrobatic catch one of yeah one of the greatest tight ends of all time but for a tight any tight end to make the kind of catch that friar made uh 
under severe duress the way that he did was just awesome. And, you know, we got the one turnover, which was crucial, even though it didn't really uh, work out for us the way we had hoped when we got the turnover. Bottom line is defense stepped up when they had to, got the stop, and then we were able to run out the clock thanks to a very, very good RPO call where Roethlisberger hit Deontay, who was off to the races for 53 yards. And, yeah, ball game. Bottom line, Pittsburgh is now 4-3. and three. Cleveland is now 4-4, four and four, which means we are no longer in the basement, uh-uh. at least for a week. And with what is happening in Cincinnati, or no, in New York, I believe they uh-huh. are, uh, with what's happening in New York right now, we could be just a half a game out of first place when this is all said and done. Do the Jets, Jets have the ball? With two minutes left. Two, two minutes left, and the Jets are now up 31, 34 to 31. Like I said, they have the ball with two minutes to go, so we're going to be watching that one uh, very, very closely. Um, back to the Steeler game, TJ Watt, another really good game, had, what, sack and a half? Yeah, one one and a half sacks. Hayward had a half sack. Uh, awesome fumble, forced fumble by the former Brown, uh, Joe Schobert, recovered by Watt, which uh, ended one Cleveland threat. Um what was that? Was the only turnover, if I'm not mistaken? Correct. I believe so. Yeah. Um, Jarvis Landry, who coughed that ball up, also had a very catchable ball dropped uh, late in the game that could have kept the drive alive for Cleveland. But look, at the end of the day, Cleveland's still Cleveland, <laughs> and things like this happen to teams like Cleveland, and couldn't happen to a better bunch of assholes. Um. Cleveland had not beat Pittsburgh three straight times since 1989. And today's no different. Yeah. All over with and done. Hopefully Boz can uh, clear that concussion protocol quickly because he is a good kicker. Just maybe it knocked a little sense into him that, yeah, get rid of that goddamn ball or hit the ground because these guys are kind of big and he's kind of not. Yeah. They're also very fast. Yeah. Yeah. Another great game by Najee. Uh, the average kind of went down. Then he was literally rocking like four and a half yards of carry. But then late game, basically running clock, he was just kind of falling down in the middle of the pile. So it really fucked his average up. But uh, 91 yards, 26 carries with a touchdown and, and had a uh, couple of big catches as well. Again, Deontay, pretty pedestrian. Uh, six catches for 98 yards, I believe it says. But mm-hmm. 50 of those came on the one play. Uh, Friar Muth also some big catches as well. Just I'm fucking giddy because this was uh, this was one we needed, man. Mm-hmm. It, it was just really it was kind of make or break for our season, and builds a little confidence hopefully. So uh, nothing further. Uh, Jets Jets got a first down. They're moving the ball. So all right, just a, a quick run through of the rest of the scores and what our predictions were Titans Colts still deadlocked 22 seconds left. Oh, they just, just tied it. Indy just tied it. 31, 31. You took the Colts Colts. I took the Titans. Yeah. And we talked about the Bengals jets. Neither one of us had the jets. No, no, I don't think anybody in America besides Mike Greenberg, even he probably didn't pick them. No, no way. Chargers up early seven, nothing on the Patriots. 
Bills uh, looked, at least on the stat sheet, pretty pretty sleepy mm-hmm. for most of the day, but it looks like they got a late touchdown to uh, take the win there, 26-11. to 11. Uh, 49ers do get the win over the Bears, 33-22, despite a really solid game by Justin Fields. Garoppolo kind of had a bounce back after all the flack that he took uh, this past week. Elijah Mitchell, he's a rookie, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, sure. I can't remember. He's either one. He's either a rookie or a second-year guy, mm. but he's really uh, stepping up and had 137 yards rushing today. Debo Samuel, 171 yards receiving, and the Niners get the win over the Bears. So I was wrong. Dylan was right. Yeah. Uh, Panthers, Panthers beat the Falcons? Mm-hmm. I thought they were losing that. They were. But I could have swore I saw the score the other way. That's mm. that's wild. Um, Sam Darnold apparently was knocked out of the game at one point. But Carolina gets the win, and it's their first win this season without the services of one Christian McCaffrey. Matt Ryan's hand. Yeah, Matt Ryan, I don't know if it was a sack or whatever, but got stepped on by a cleat and was just absolutely bleeding profusely. At one point, they showed a still image of the uh, the towel that's hanging off of his pants and pretty much was all red. Yeah. So, But he stayed in the game, so it must not have been too bad. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah. You know what movie that's from? Yeah, I, I watched that for the first time a few months ago. Really? Didn't like it. It's not great. I don't... In the grand scheme of the vacation movies, it's not... Vacation movies. Oh, that's where I took it from. What are you taking it from? Monty Python? Okay, you're right, but... The guy that says it uh-huh. is from the Monty Python troupe. Okay. Clark, have you seen European Vacation? Not in a long time. Okay. Yeah. Well, Clark hits this guy on a bike in England, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's all busted up or whatever, and he's trying to explain to the guy, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get to whatever they're going. And he's like, oh, yeah, you just go down here and make a left. And he points with his arm out like this, and blood just starts shooting out of his wrist. Huh. And Clark's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Let me help you. He's like, oh, it's just a flesh wound, really? Uh, same guy, same line. Okay. Yeah. So that's that was where I was taking that from. Sure. I forgot about the whole Monty Python thing. but yeah, You know, where it was originated from. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, Eagles, <laughs> Lions, Dylan. Wait, what was your prediction of that? That was my lock of the week. Lock of the week. For the Lions. The, yeah. I can't, what was the score on that? 44 to 6. Yes. Eagles. I was way wrong. Yes. It's a good thing that we go, you know, that this doesn't come out until after the fact. So you, you know. Well, no, it's even funnier now. People can laugh. Like, oh, this well, dumb motherfucker thinks Lions are going to win. Yeah, yeah true, true. Um, but if they would have heard it, you know. Before the game, and then went out and you know bet it, yeah. <laughs> Some you know idiot like overseas that you know just happens across the podcast, but oh, bet my entire sheep farm on <laughs> <laughs> Detroit Lions. Yes, not so much. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know what accent that was I don't either. To be. <laughs> yeah, kind of a potpourri of whatever you want. Uh, Rams, Texans, look, you can look at that scoreboard and think, hey, Texans gave him a game. Uh-uh. No, they didn't. That game was over long before the fourth quarter. It was 38 to nothing. Texans did manage some some garbage time points, but it was uh, 
not in question at any given time. You got a problem? What the fuck is that? What? That purple thing. Is that a taser? Yes. Oh, okay. Want to try it? Sure. I'm kidding. <laughs> got me excited there. So I was gonna yeah, turn... hold your wrist out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to turn the camera on. Fucking, we're going live for this one. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at on our Sunday. And, again, any day that includes a Steeler victory, it, it the water's a little wetter. Yeah. Sounds Everything tastes brighter. better. Birds chip, chip yeah, a little bit more. Like I don't, I don't care about the rest of my day. You know, that's shitty cold weather, but hey, it doesn't matter. By the way, next week, Monday night, mm-hmm. against the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. are you going to be here? Yeah. I'm going to do wings. Okay. Jake's coming. Okay. So we're probably going to do a, a pre-show. pre-show. What time do you get off work? Five. Okay, I'm going to need you to like speed your ass here as soon as you get off work. Um, I plan to have the wings done. <laughs> Great podcast content, but all right. Well, you know, hey, they got to know. Uh, plan to have the wings done, and like we can be in here, like shooting the shit, eating, talking football, and eating. Maybe some... not eating. Well, we'll see. We'll see how the you don't eat goes. on mic. Who cares? People who listen to the show, you don't eat on mic. Trust me. Well, I'm not gonna sit here and. Chew in the fucking microphone, but okay. while Jake is going off about baseball that nobody cares about, we can, you know, that we don't care about. We yeah, should say we can chew on a couple wings and then come back in, and we'll figure it out. Either way, right. that's happening next week. Yeah. So, what else do we have? Football related? Anything just, related? Um, well, football, but different kind type of football. Um, did you hear about the high school quarterback that threw 13 touchdowns in one game? Apparently you did because you just pulled it up. Yeah. Yeah, that was what I was going to talk about. Yes. Uh, 13 TD passes in a single game during a 106-0 to zero victory. And uh, Justin Martin, who is committed to UCLA, Ing- Inglewood, so California high school record, 13 touchdown passes and in just destruction of Morningside High School this past Friday. Um, how pissed would you be if you were the backup quarterback? I'm sorry, I was just making sure that I didn't hear screams or anything coming. From okay, me. uh, yeah, I'd be pretty upset after the sixth touchdown. Hey, yeah, coach, like, can I get in? No. Wait. He's already committed to the school too. So what the what what was the point of that? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't get it. It was eighty six to nothing at halftime. If I'm the coach of the opposing team, kids get on the bus. We're done. Yeah, we're going home. Eighty six to zero at halftime, and the starting quarterback still came out and led them to twenty more points. That's, I they're. I want to hear the backstory behind that. I mean, like how they opted for a two-point conversion while up 104 points. What the fuck? He was he was two touchdowns shy of the all-time high school record set by Arthur Smith, who threw 15 touchdown passes in 1921. Uh, but, yeah, I totally agree. Why? At that point, they should have had like the Inglewood peewee kids out yeah. there playing or something. Give everybody playing time. And yeah, the coach definitely deserved to be criticized. Cause why are, why is your starter even in 
any starter in the game at 86 nothing. It's if you're a D lineman, I think you're allowed to just Carson Palmer that quarterback if he comes out for the second half. You know, I that's dirty as fuck, but no. No, no, I, what I what I'm going to say is I w- would absolutely do that. Yeah. You call me a piece of shit or whatever, no. but I would just I would go and I would grab somebody that you know, maybe doesn't play all the time and be like, "Look, kid, this is your time to shine. Yeah. You go in there, and I don't care how late it is, but you put your helmet on his kneecap. Yeah. Although that's actually that's bad because that's punishing the kid who's just doing. I would just send somebody at the coach. Like if a, if a play goes wide, you just dive into the sidelines and take out the coach's legs. But no, you do it to the player. That way, the coach feels extra bad. All right, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, take yeah. the kid out. Fuck him. End his career. <laughs> uh, good thing I don't believe in hell because I would certainly be going there. Uh, that's that's one thing hockey has on all the major sports. Yeah, they you're make allowed you, to beat the shit out of someone. They, yeah, and they make you pay for shit like that. Yeah, like you know, it, it that's demoralizing. I, I get it. You know, football it's a tough manly sport, but I mean, at the end of the day, these guys are kids. Yeah, and. Some of those kids on the other team might never play football again because of it, and it's just I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. But yeah, I actually saw that story on Facebook today, and that's why I had it sent here up, as, yeah. as soon as you said that. Uh, have you seen what's going on in uh, Casey with the fans and Honey Badger, and they're basically like fans are being kind of hard on Casey and mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew got on Twitter and was like, y'all are the most toxic fans in the world. You know, we've, we've won you a Super Bowl and you're out here, you know, talking all this trash basically. Like heard something about it. Didn't look into it how, specifically. Like so. how bad has it gotten for, for Casey this year in your opinion? Yeah. Uh, fan base wise or just, well, just, just in situ- general. I well, mean, yeah. I mean, that's, it's been a massive disappointment. Everyone just kind of assumed that, it was going to be them in Buffalo and the NFC title or AFC title game. And yeah, they have not played well. No, their defense is just atrocious. Historically and, bad. Yeah. And their offense not doing them any favors. Uh, a lot of, a lot of those turnovers, they go on Mahomes' stat sheet, but they're not his fault. I mean, we've seen, I've seen at least two or three interceptions that were easily catchable balls that weren't, that right. ended up being picks. Uh, that being said, somebody needs to drag Jackson Mahomes behind a building somewhere and beat his ass. Same thing and it should be Patrick Mahomes, for that matter. Should be Brittany Mahomes as well. Yeah, she's not doing any. Wife, yeah, but whatever. like the whole thing with Patrick, with Jackson, it's, it is Jackson, right? His yeah, brother. Jackson. Dancing on fucking Sean Taylor's number yeah. in Washington. Like, come on, man. Some, Yeah. Somebody should take his ass out. And if I'm Patrick Mahomes, at what point do you fucking speak up? Like, look. You, you know, guys are making me look bad. Yeah. Just so you can have a little TikTok career. And it is final. The Jets have defeated the Cincinnati <sighs> Bengals. That is awesome. J-E-T-S. Jets, <laughs> Jets, Jets. Yeah. I imagine Mike Greenberg is furiously masturbating right now. Him and Rich Eisen both. Oh, yeah, he is a Jet fan. I stroke me, you stroke you, I stroke me. (laughs) We stroke each other. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, overtime for the Titans and Colts, still 31-31. Uh, Patriots tied it up 7-7 Chargers, Seahawks 7-0. What else you got? Um, staying in the world of sports. I actually watched the f- full fight on half at halftime. Glover Teixeira mm-hmm. becomes the second oldest UFC champion in history at 42 years old. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, he tapped him, right? Mm-hmm. With a... Rear naked choke. Nice. Yeah. Um, to first, be fair, I'd never... I, I, I know you already told me the name of the guy, but I already forgot it because I'd never heard of him. He fought John Jones a few years ago. Not not, not Texera. Oh, Jan Bohovic. Yeah. Jan Bohovic. Yeah. yeah. Um, it didn't look like a super interesting fight, to be honest with you. Like, first round, they stood off a little bit. Texera immediately took him down, just wrestle fucked him for an entire round. Second round, stood up a little bit. <laughs> That's a Dana like, White term, by the way. Wrestle fucked him. All yeah, right. Yeah. I'm going to try and remember to store that one away. Yeah, he used that on all, the Ultimate Fighter for guys that would literally do that, just wrestle and hold guys down. And, yeah, he just wrestle fucked him for two rounds. That's real impressive. And <laughs> makes me want to give a guy a contract. And, uh, uh, yeah, second round, they stood off a little bit. Looked like they both had some shots. And then Jashira hit him with a hook, got him hurt, got him in the corner a little bit, took him down, fucked in a rear naked choke. So very happy for him. Um yeah, 42 years old. Holy shit. Um, now, is he the oldest champ or was second? That, was that Couture? Couture, yeah. Couture is 44. Okay. Um, I think that was really the only thing of significance that happened on that card, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I didn't watch second of it. Um, I, I do have to mention, because he brought it up to me this week when I saw him, <laughs> the World Series, you know, the whole... Is that still going on? Yes, yes. Yeah, I know. Maybe not for much longer. Is uh, it 3-1 now? It is 3-1. Nice. Atlanta came back and, and took the, the victory, so they are now up three games to one. And a couple of points on that. A, Jake reminded me that I have to point out that when we did our preseason preview all the way back in March or whenever the fuck it was, he picked Atlanta to oh, win wow. the World Series. So, nice. yeah, if you bet the house on Jake's picks, then – you're really pulling hard for Atlanta to close this one out. The other thing that I find absolutely hilarious is this whole political side of it. Because if you recall, okay. the All-Star game was supposed to be in Atlanta this year. Uh, and because of the whole voting thing and they changed laws for voter ID and everything, which should be that way anyway, but anyway. Mm-hmm, but okay. You need an ID to get beer, but you shouldn't have an ID to fucking choose who leads the country. Come on. I know, I'm kidding. Yeah. Anyway, so MLB took it away from them. I don't even remember where they played it after that. I no idea. California, maybe. Tech, I don't know where it went. But anyway, they took it away from Atlanta as punishment because of this law. And now they're World, they get the World, the series. World series is there. That's yeah. just fucking awesome. And I can only hope that Atlanta closes it out in Atlanta and Manfred has to hand the Atlanta owner the trophy in Atlanta. Like, that would just be well, I mean, poetic the, justice. The better side of that is the fact that the Astros will lose. That, too. Series. The cheating prick Astros. Although, I wouldn't mind seeing Dusty Baker get one, but still, it's the Astros. Yeah. So fuck them. Yeah. But, yeah, that's funny. So we'll see what happens with that. The other semi-sports-related tidbit that I 
just remembered because you brought up fighting. Supposedly, mm-hmm. supposedly, I don't who, however you say it, depending on what part of the country you live in, a fight is going to occur mm-hmm. on, I believe they said February twenty third, and it comes from one of the fighters has said that he is fighting on this day. Okay. And it's Mike Tyson. Okay. Logan Paul. No. What? No, I, no I'm thinking of Jake. Jake's fighting Tyson Fury's brother. Yeah. Okay, so maybe, all right. No, the rumor is Logan is going to fight <sighs> Mike Tyson. Please, 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 please let this happen. Yeah. Because I firmly believe Mayweather... Toyed with him. Just, yeah, he just was there to collect his money. He wasn't trying to hurt him. I don't think Tyson can be bought like that. I just don't. Hopefully not. No. And even if Tyson hits him with 60% power, even at 50-whatever years old, he could still put him out. fuck somebody up. Yeah. And I... While Tyson is this cool, calm, weed-smoking, you know, super nice guy, part of me thinks the killer is still there. Yeah. That, that he's just sick of these two. He's, I'm hoping anyway. Like, the, I'm trying to think and will this into existence like my superpowers with the the whole turnover in the Cleveland game, which, yes, folks, I am, in fact, an X-Man. Um but yeah, just I want that to happen so much, so bad. He's even said that when he started training, he felt the killer come back, and that's awesome. Yeah, I want nothing more. Uh, just please let it happen. And I don't. I like. Uh, I don't even remember what the kid's name is. Fury's brother. I watched him in his last fight, and dude's good. Mm-hmm. And Jake Paul could be in a lot of trouble if mm-hmm. that fight goes down. All right. But yeah. Really, 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 really want that to happen. So hopefully an announcement will be made soon because that's a fight I would almost pay for. You want to give Mike Tyson your money? Almost. Mike Tyson's got enough money. I know, but whatever. Look, would it make you feel better if I, like, cash-apped Mike 10 or 15 bucks? I mean... <laughs> All right. Then the promoters don't get their share because let's be honest, that's you know a racket where yeah. where most of the fucking money goes sure. anyway. But so yeah, so what else you have? Um, we talked two weeks ago about the Dave Chappelle controversy. Yes, um, there another layer has been added. Um, I don't know if you saw earlier in the week. It's kind of akin to his video the. He released talking about the George Floyd situation and how the distributors fucked him over on Chappelle show, how he ain't he wasn't getting nearly as much money as he should, and that kind of worked itself out. He released another clip from one of his shows, don't don't know where it was, um, talking about the fact that last year during COVID he was doing shows at his neighbor's farm. He said that's where the George Floyd clip came from that's what i was doing and mm. whatnot and he apparently did an entire documentary about that situation and he was invited to a bunch of film festivals and he said in the last two weeks they all disinvited me so because of you know the controversy right that 
a very small portion of the population is actually upset about when the majority of people don't really care. You know how that goes. Anyway, um, so he's doing a little mini tour. He's taking it on the road. Um, I immediately looked to see where the nearest show is. Unfortunately, it's Indianapolis, and it's during the week. So I will not be attending, but he's basically showing the documentary, and him and I think probably Danielle Rollins, they tour all the time. I'm rich, bitch. That guy. Yeah, I saw they're doing, or maybe they're done now, but they just finished up or are currently doing a series of shows where it's Chappelle, Rogan, uh, was it Don? uh, Donnell Rollins. Yeah, he's there. Tom Segura. Yeah. That'd be a fucking killer show. Yeah, let me some Tom Segura too. Um, But yeah, they're doing something similar like that, but also showing Dave Chappelle's movie. So uh, my what I thought would have been hilarious is if Netflix picked it up, just said fuck this, fuck the festival circuit. We'll just buy it for you <laughs> from you. I, I yeah yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if eventually that happens. But kind of need to let things settle down a little bit. I get that. <sighs> no, I know. I'm I, sick of it. I, I mean, I get it. Fucking jokes for fuck's sake. I agree, hundred percent. But I'm just saying they might just want no. To- Nobody talks about the fact that, you know, the whole Daphne story at, that he tells at the end of The Closer, yeah. he oh, gave the child a trust fund. You know, I mean, he didn't say how much, but still, like, you know, it's not that he hates trans people. It, it, they're jokes. Yeah. You know? And if they would have just laughed along with the rest of the country, he wouldn't have kept talking about it. But they came at him, Dave Chappelle being Dave Chappelle. Turn that into more material. Like you're literally just handing him jokes. Yeah. Like he he covered that in that little clip I talked about from a recent stand up. He discussed that as well. Uh, well, obviously, because that's why he's having to take it on the road. But what he basically said was, you know, it's been reported that the trans em- employees at Netflix wanted to talk to me and I declined. That is not true. I did not decline. I will talk to them. However, you're not going to summon me. Like we'll talk, but it'll be my place a place of my choosing, a time of my choosing, and you have to admit Hannah Gatsby isn't funny. <laughs> Which is accurate. I mean, she's famous for releasing a comedy special that wasn't funny. God damn it, you were right. Tennessee Titans win in overtime, 34-31. So, yes, I was... More writer. More writer. Um, what was my lock of the week? I don't even remember now. Oh, Vikings tonight. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah. Uh, so anyway, I hope that I I I'm, have a feeling that tour is probably going to be great, just because Dave Chappelle doing stand up is going to draw anyway, especially with this controversy too. I think his fans are really going to show out for him and support him. Like I said, I the moment I finished watching that video, I went to the internet to see where the newest nearest show was. Unfortunately, cannot yeah, attend it. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been thinking about this. I remember way back when we first started this little speaky thing. I believe it's called a podcast. Yeah, that. Yeah, we did our top comedians. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I had Chappelle in my top five. I can't remember either. I I, I don't know. It was top five, top five favorites, though. If it's top five all time, he's definitely on that list. Uh, well, I was just going to say, while maybe not in my mind at that time, I mean, obviously, I know I had Carlin, Pryor, 
maybe Robin Williams. I don't remember the list I had, but I've been thinking about this. And right now, he's in the discussion for greatest of all time. Uh, yeah, he's on the Mount Rushmore for sure. Yeah, I w- mean, when you start talking about um, duration, I mean, granted, he did take that fifteen-year break, extended break. I mean, he was still doing shows every now and then, but, right? But just if you take his catalog mm-hmm. of of specials and everything. As much as I love me some Carlin and and Pryor, Carlin was very prolific. He did a st- he did a special every year for like a very long years. time. Yeah, um, but pe- you could argue a case mm-hmm. for Dave Chappelle at this point. Yeah, I think I was thinking about this a while too after watching his newest special, which I, I got to be honest isn't his best special. No, it's okay. It it's, had some, yeah, it had some gut busting moments, but it wasn't, you know, bam, 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 bam. But yeah, all comedians are like sure. that. I mean, hell, Richard Pryor, um, live from the Sunset Strip, wasn't great. It had its moments, but it was still not. That was like, the first big one, right? Yeah, and it was like after. It was like his comeback after. The really bad drug issues. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, you know, okay. Was... It, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It just, but it wasn't like, like if if you came here from another planet mm-hmm. and you said I need the best stand up comedians of all time, I wouldn't hand you that one. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, just like with Carlin, I wouldn't hand you like his last couple. I would hand you like the one with the airline thing. Yeah, you know when he was still. I would say in his fifties and mm-hmm. not quite as. I still love his last two. Specials, I do too, to but he was. You could tell he was getting more and more bitter about shit. Yeah, which to me I loved because I'm a cynical asshole myself. But it still wasn't like the funny, like everyday things that no, I his observations. Point. It was more politically driven. Right. Um, but yeah, his the Mount Rushmore right now for me is Carlin Pryor. Chappelle, I think, and then the fourth one, I don't know. You could do Lenny Bruce. You could do maybe Kinnison, although... Nah, he didn't yeah. have really a long enough run. He I had mean, one great special. That was really it. Yeah. Well, two, if you count as Rodney Danger. Yeah, that was... That, that was, was fucking great, Awesome too. as well, yeah. Um, it, Yeah, the number four, you literally could make a case for probably four or five guys, depending on your specific tastes as far as what you like. You know, you could make a case for Robin Williams. Uh, you could you could make a case for Lenny Bruce. You could Chris make, Rock. Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy. Uh, for that matter, Louis C.K. Yeah. When he was on, you know. So, yeah. But those three, I'd say, uh, almost have to be there now. Yeah. So. Um, God, I had, I have two more things, so I can what kill was time the for the other thing that I had. It was some, some Marvel thing. I don't remember the Eternals. What new Batman no. trailer? Did we talk about that? Mm, Although there wasn't really much, there wasn't much to it really. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't remember if we talked about the flash thing. I thought we did. We made mention of maybe we didn't. There wasn't a lot to that either. To no, be honest. I mean it was it was basically narrated by Michael Keaton, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm really excited for that. Uh, we're 
getting real close to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's odd for a Marvel movie that here we are now less than two months. Or, yeah. Six, seven weeks away from arguably one of the biggest Marvel movies of all time when you consider the implications right. that are coming with this movie, with the whole multiverse and everything. And we've only seen one trailer and, and still don't know. Do they for need sure. to? No, no, they don't. But still, it, it isn't a typical Marvel Disney move. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, I get your point. Because they're keeping everything under wraps, although some of it's probably the worst kept secrets in the world as far as the uh, involvements of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Right. I have read a possible major spoiler okay. that involves uh, Tobey Maguire. Okay. I won't spoil it for sure. you, but but yeah, really excited for that. But yeah. what else you got? Um I watched Halloween Kills. Still haven't seen finally. it. Finally. Um I will be vague because you have not seen it. Honestly, I'd say you can pass. Is Michael in it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's Lori Strode too. Um I've Briefly talked to a couple people who have seen it, mm-hmm. and it's basically... You can yeah, pass. They're saying it's not good, that it's almost comically not good. Like, it's... I don't know if I'd go that far, but, yeah, it's pretty not great. Um, there's a, a theme that they're trying to push during that movie that they completely contradict with the ending. Um. I could go the rest of my life without ever hearing the lines evil dies tonight. And it's been 40 years because those lines are repeated over and over and over again by multiple characters. Wow. Yeah. Lori does nothing in the movie. She's basically in the hospital the entire time and doesn't didn't really need to be in the movie at all. Is is it mostly her daughter and granddaughter that do the the leg work? Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Anthony Michael Hall does a lot in that too, which he's in it. Was he in the first, the last one? Mm -mm. Okay, yeah, he. uh, Let me guess, he's a cop. No, no, no. Fireman? Nope. He plays the kid that Lori babysat. Really? The original. What the hell was his name? I don't know. Um, Tommy. Yes. Um. (laughs) <laughs> there's this other guy who's in it. He plays the kid in the original one that bullied the kid that Laurie Stroud babysat. Oh, Do they at least flash back to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The nurse in the original one, that when Michael escapes and she, he breaks the window, she's also in it. Is it the original actor? Uh-huh. She's alive? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, don't know why. I, I That was in there because it's almost like they're sick of it because. You know who I know is not in it? Dr. Loomis. Yeah. Uh, you were incorrect. Um, what? He's yeah. dead. He's in it. In a flashback. flashback. Yeah. But when, like, is it new footage or do you even recognize it? Prosthetics. It's very convincing. I thought it was CGI. But, yeah, he's in it. 
So it is him or somebody playing him. Well, it's not him. Obviously, he's been dead for years. But yeah, it's that character. Yeah, wow. they they put prosthetics on him to look just like him. Um, interesting. And they show after the events, I guess after the original one where they arrest him. Um, that was another big moment I had because Michael's got this guy and he's choking him, and this cop's got a gun on him. And he goes, "Let him go! Let him go! Let." If if you're in that situation, you're a cop. What do you do? You have a gun on a guy that does not have a gun. He's choking somebody. What do you do? I'm shooting him multiple times. Do you shoot him from 15 feet away, or do you walk up on him and shoot him? You walk up on him and shoot him. That way, you don't shoot the hostage. Well, yeah, there's that. No, he just shoots and kills the cop. That's the hostage. Oh wow. Okay, stop. Because now you're gonna make me not want to watch it, and I do want to watch it. Just. Okay. So I have something to You should watch about. it so you have an opinion on it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, not good. And I loved the last one. I thought the last one. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah. I, yeah, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked that. The themes of trauma and everything were yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and they basically, you know, There's... ignored all the other bullshit. Although Halloween, the original Halloween, I guess original, Halloween 2, um, which was set. In a hospital. In a hospital, literally the day, basically the same, same night. night. Yeah. It was. I thought it was pretty decent. Not bad, no. No. Um, but they basically threw that one out even in this this last two years ago, whatever it was, um, basically takes place as the direct sequel to the one and only 1978 original. Which is now the second time they've done that. Because Halloween H2O, they did the exact same thing. They ignored all the other sequels except for the original. So this is the second time where they've retroactively ignored oh, yeah. the other. I forgot sequels. about that. It's fucking stupid, but yeah. There's also another scene. Well, and Lori died in, oh. in that one. Oh, did she? In H two, I believe so. At the end, oh. I thought. Hmm. Um. There's another scene too where Michael Myers for about thirty seconds is John Wick, and is an action hero. Oh no! When he gets out. You know, because if you remember the ending of the last one, he's burning in the Strode house. Yeah. And he gets out, and he just walks onto the porch, and there's firemen there, like axe and whatnot. I had heard there was something on Facebook about the abuse that the firemen take from Michael Myers. Yeah. Like, it was... It's basically like an action scene. Like where, a fight scene type thing? Uh-huh. Where, oh, my... Dude, he's like... 70... He's like 70. Lori's in her 60s. Yeah. He would be 70 Have years to old. Be, yeah. Yeah, cuz Lori he was her well, they don't No, this they're they not ignore related the in fact this. that they're yeah. But he's still older than I, Lori. I want to say like if you had to put an age on him in Halloween 1978, probably 20. Sure. Yeah. Right. Around, you know. Okay, so he's like mid 60s then. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it all makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would say at least 18 to 20. Yeah. Uh, and Lori, we know, was at the very least a senior in high school, so that would put her at 17, 18. So, yeah, they're they're both in their upper 60s. Let's just leave sure. it at that. And, damn it, sorry. Um, uh, the ending, in my opinion, is the worst part. Um, that bad, huh? It's just logic of, like... You know, it's like the commercial. If you're in a horror movie, you make bad decisions. Yeah. 
because I'm not going to go into it, but all right, I'll I'll have to try and check that out this week. Yeah. Um. So yeah, big no from me, and the yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, last question about it. Without giving it, just tell me this: Is it over? Nope. Oh, there! I already knew that going into it. It's going to be a trilogy. Oh, for fuck! Because it's Hollywood, and the way they make it a trilogy again—that's the issue I have with. If you're in a horror movie, you make bad decisions because, like, yeah. Now I have to watch it just yeah. <laughs> just to see. But alrighty then. Yeah. <sighs> you brought it up, but Eternals. Yeah. What's your interest? I, it's just none. So I throw that in the same boat as Legend of the Ten Rings. I I'm sure it'll be good because it's Marvel. I'm not interested. Which that one's one I still got to watch too. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'll watch them like you said, just to stay because these are still somewhat setting up stuff later down the road. Mm-hmm. While they're not necessarily, you know, going to be pivotal in the next phase of Marvel movies, I think they're you know. There's going to be some plot points in these movies that will, at some point, become relevant. Right. Don't care. We had enough superhero movies, and I'm only going to watch the ones I'm super interested in now. I'm not going to do them anymore. Um, especially considering like HBO Max, you get, you know, big Hollywood movies too, and that's becoming more of a thing. Which I don't know how long until that bubble bursts. I mean, Dune's yeah. like a two hundred million dollar movie. And yeah, you can go to the theater to see it, or you can watch on HBO Max. And I, I started it this morning because I woke up at like five thirty, and I was pissed off about being up at five thirty. So I started it, knowing full well because it's two and a half hours. I'm like, I'm probably gonna get tired during this and go back to bed. And sure enough, forty minutes into it, that's exactly what happened. But um, I never watched the original Dune. Don't really know anything about it. Me neither. I know it was really popular with with a lot of people back then, but I think it was out at a time when I was so young that I didn't recognize any, you know, characters and I didn't see lightsabers or anything, so I was like, whatever. I don't Glad care. you brought that up. But um, I've heard it's really good. The way I would just the little I say a little bit, I watched forty minutes of it. It's Star Wars for grown ups. Yeah. That's the way I would describe it. And there, Oscar Isaac's in it, and he has a line that really made me laugh where he's explaining his son's the lead character, and he's like the leader of his family, cult, or whatever. And the, the son's like, I don't know that I, I can do this. And he said, yeah, I told my grandfather the same thing. I wanted to be a pilot, and I laughed. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Different universe, buddy. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Okay. Hopefully next week I have a review for you. Cause yeah. I, well, I, I know like a friend that. of mine commented um, that they had already watched it three times this week, that it's that good. So I'll probably at some point check that out as well. I've heard great things, yeah. yeah. Now, you had one more thing, or was that it? I had one more thing. This is not really related to anything. This is just a pet peeve I've noticed. So. Okay, well, before you get into that, I, I just wanted to ask your question without getting too political. Sure. What are your thoughts on the whole Alec Baldwin thing. I don't see how that's his fault. I mean, uh, let me rephrase that. I don't Alec Baldwin the producer? Yeah, he's going to be liable. He's going to have to pay for that, obviously, but 
people like shitting on him. It's not his fault, man. That's standard. For the for the most part, I agree. Okay. And while I'm not going to give him a 100% free pass, me neither. I understand that he's in <clears throat> he's in a scene, he's acting and he's handed the weapon and told that it's a cold gun. So he just starts doing his thing. But if anything, he needs to learn a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. And, and I take this from Eldonzo. You're never handed. Bullshit. It's a movie. How many movies are made with guns where they shoot? Can I finish the sentence? Okay, go for it. You have to assume that you are never handed an unloaded weapon. Okay. I will continue. And a revolver, Colt Colt forty five. Literally, it's all you got to do is fucking flip open the. So, I I don't fault him Mm -hmm. because they had been on that scene or that set or whatever. So I I don't think he, you know, for for one, it's obviously one million percent a tragic accident. Yeah. Um, If anything, I hope he learns that from now on, regardless of what anybody says. There's protocols. You, I don't care who hands you the gun. I don't care if you watch the person unload the gun. You s- check it. Like, how how much time does that take? Either way, I don't blame him either. Mm-hmm. I realize, you know, things happen. But the, the fact that there were live rounds, somebody's going to fucking swing. Oh, yeah. The fact that because there are reports that, like, when they're not shooting, when I say shooting, filming, <laughs> bad, bad choice of words there. <laughs> When they're not filming, they would take the guns and, you know, fire That's a them. horrible decision. Yeah. That's yeah. somebody Somebody's ass is going yeah. gonna to swing for that. Yeah. And rightfully so. And I, I, while I don't always agree with Baldwin's politics and things like that, whatever, I do enjoy him, <clears throat> enjoy him as an actor. And I, I am sorry for him that he now has to live with this fucking tragic tragic accident for the rest of his life yeah because he literally pointed the gun right at her and shot her yeah you know without knowing that there was a live one in in the chamber um the armorer who's in charge of the weapons everybody made a big deal about oh well this was like her first job as the lead armorer okay fine but what you guys don't really mention a lot unless you read the entire article is that she's been an assistant for many, many years. Yeah. Her father was an armorer his entire life, and she worked with him. So it isn't like she just didn't know what she was doing. Right. So there's got to be some responsibility there as well. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to get your take on that. Right. And, again, how many action movies are made every year? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's you would never assume. What it's what it's going to lead to is is there'll be no more guns on movie sets. At least real guns, the way they are now. It'll be plastic props with all CGI shit. Mark my words. That's that will look awful. Well, I mean CGI anymore. It's getting better, but I, I'm telling tell. you, I, I bet that, that that's eventually what it comes to. Yeah, I, thankfully John Wick will have already been <laughs> done and made because they are filming that as we speak. I'm. We've already discussed it. I'm over those movies. But uh, as much as I do enjoy them, I even rewatched the third one recently. Um, I mean, I'm still, I'm in. I'm still gonna watch it. I mean, it's it's shot off a building. 
hits a fire escape, lands on the ground. I don't care. It's survives. a movie. It's an action movie. I know. It isn't it fucking a, Schindler's List. It takes away all stakes, and I'm no longer Whatever. interested. All right. Um, all right. Wrap it up. What do you got? All right. This is just a pet peeve I've noticed, and maybe you saw the same social media post from the same person. So I'm going to try and be vague because I don't want to shit on this person specifically. Um, I see it a lot on Facebook, and a lot of times it's people with young children or sometimes it's with relatives that are super old in this particular case. When someone's got like a, I don't know, wish Billy a three-year-old uh, his a happy third birthday, who's that for? Because Billy, the three-year-old, doesn't have a Facebook account. Yeah. No, I agree. Just like, like, are you talk? Are you thinking of the same post I am? Family member. No. Happy aunt. Wish so and so a happy. Blah 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 wedding anniversary, and I'm like, who's this for? Because you didn't tag them, so they obviously don't have Facebook accounts. No, I I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, I'll tell you off mic. But yeah. I just, it's a mild annoyance I have. I, I just, it, who is it for? Yeah, I mean, A, some people don't really know how to use said social media. Uh, B, but I, I agree, just like, you know, happy first birthday or when they have like a first birthday party for a child, like... I get it, but I don't. <laughs> like, it's yeah. silly. Well, at least that's a real-life thing, and you can make the argument. It's like, oh, this is a celebration of our family being complete or something, that kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. You can get that, but when it's social media, it's like, who's, who's that fucking for? I don't, you don't need to do that. I think you're just, it's like, are, are you just doing it so that you look like a good person because you're, you want other people to know about this event? You know what I mean? Like, I. Yeah. Fucking shit drives me. It, it shouldn't, but small shit like that drives me crazy. And I, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but stop doing it is my point. Stop fucking doing it. It's yeah, not for anybody. <clears throat> that's not going to happen. So I know. Um, yeah. Oh, damn, I thought I had another point. Oh, I do have a point on that. The caveat to this is if someone dies and, you know, their account, their wall or whatever becomes like a big memoriam. That gets a total pass because their loved ones will see it and they will get comfort from it. So that that's cool. I'm not knocking that at all. There's there's actually something. Don't get us there. canceled, Jesus Christ. No, I, I'm not. That's I, why I'm I know. saying I know. it. But but yeah, we don't need to. No one gives a fuck about. Let me rephrase that. Billy doesn't give a fuck about his three. You know, people wishing him happy third birthday when he doesn't have a social media account. Fair that's enough. Point. So way to end the show on a fucking downer, but anyway, <laughs> it was just a pet peeve I noticed and I wanted to address it. So, oh, all right, you feel better now? I do. You good? You ready to, you know, start your Monday now? I think so. All right. Okay. Well, I believe we have rambled on long enough. Once again, we had stuff to talk about this week. Steelers. Well, yeah, we took two weeks off, so or one week off, but it's been two weeks. Anyway, Steelers win, so we're happy. We're gonna uh, wrap this up. And we will be back here probably, you'll hear it Tuesday, but we'll be here Monday in the studio. Uh, talk Bears, Steelers, a little local flavor for my uh, Bear fans. And, of course, Jake will be back as well. And we're going to eat some wings and talk some football. So, that being said, thank you for tuning in. I'm Dees. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya.